Welcome to the Agios Dose. My name is Bill. And my name is Sarah. So, Sarah, oh, oh, we should probably say that today is April 14th, Palm Sunday, or Flowery Sunday. Yes, we're recording on Palm Sunday. We're recording on Palm Sunday. Yeah, I suppose this isn't going to come out until, like, (laughs) April 22nd, and so... You should say the date of the date. Which one, though? Anyways, hello, everyone. Hi, people. Welcome to... The Hagios Dose. So this is going to be our introductory episode. So this is what you're going to listen to in order to figure out what the heck we are doing here. (laughs) Um, And what we have planned going forward. Yes. Yes. But we should probably introduce ourselves like... We're both, we, we did with our names, but how about with (laughs) everything else that we do? Okay. Yeah. uh, So we're Bill and Sarah Dykstra. And uh, we're... uh, newly-ish married couple in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. We're practicing our faith in our Catholic faith in the Ukrainian Greek Catholic tradition. Technically, I'm still Roman Catholic. For now. Uh, for the time being, I suppose. And uh, Bill joined the Ukrainian uh, right uh, February, two uh, Februarys ago? It was like two or three Februarys ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the February before we got married. On the feast of St. Paphnutius. Yes. We will certainly cover at some point. In February. Uh, um, And uh, so I think, uh, is there anything else you want to say introducing us? Introducing us. We're just some, we're a couple of regular Joes (laughs) who are, or you can be a Josephine. I'll be a Joe. Regular Joes. Yeah, we, uh, we're not anything special. We're just people who practice their faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have regular ordinary jobs. Um, but we're yeah. a little bit nerdy. We're, so, we're hence a, the research. I would qualify that with a lot of bit nerdy. Yeah. We're very <laughs> um, yeah. So um, as we sort of started learning about the Eastern Catholic traditions and getting involved um, in our parish and just doing some reading and things, um, we both sort of found that we were finding out about saints that we'd never even heard of. Yeah. Um, a lot of saints that are um, maybe earlier in the history of the church, would you say? Like the first thousand years? Yeah. Whereas I would say a lot of the um, really popular Roman Catholic saints, you know, we have like Therese, who's like not that long like ago. Like in the Middle Ages. and Relatively speaking. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, just learning some really interesting, cool stories and finding it really life-giving for our prayer lives. Yeah. And we both wanted to do something like a podcast, but we both had very different ideas (laughs) of how to approach that. And so basically we're just Uh, both doing our own ideas, but kind of together. Yeah. Under the same umbrella of the sword and the cloud. Yeah. We also both write. So in the future, um, you might see some different things coming out uh, under that. Right now, we're going to start with a Hagios Dose, um, but I'm certainly going to have a Sword in the Cloud podcast, which is going to be a totally different format, but some of the th- same themes of, like, hagiography. Um, I'm studying iconography now. I guess that's an important piece. That's an important thing to illustrate. say today. Yes. So, um... So that, that was also part of... I had like, to illustrate. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even do that on purpose. Um, just sort of learning about saints and realizing um, 
as I sort of meet more iconographers in the community around here and read more about it, realizing that to be a good iconographer, um, you kind of need to be a hagiographer. Um, you're supposed to be praying with and to that saint, um, doing research about the icons you're writing, uh, learning things about them and meditating on those things as you're uh, working and, and praying. And um, really only about, uh, my instructor always says, um, two thirds of the icon writing process is um, contemplation and meditation and one third is actually paintbrush to the board and stuff. So I'll be getting into some more about iconography at some point in the future, certainly, um, because it's so interesting and rich. Um, but we're not quite there yet. We're starting with the Hagios dose. So mm -hmm. I feel like I'm rambling. Okay. <laughs> um, so I wanted to explain a little bit about uh, the Sword in the Cloud title. Um, in the process of writing an icon, you have multiple layers where you're sort of, um, I mean, at least in the method that I'm learning with egg tempera and, uh, and stuff. So um, she was talking one day and she was talking about how we have these layers where once you get your base colors on, if you look at a Byzantine icon, you see in the folds of the garment and stuff, you have... Um, through the layers, you start building up the form of like those folds or that arm or the face. Um, and there's actually about six or seven layers, not including the preparatory layers, not including the end layers, where you're just like painting, you're creating the form of the actual saint, of the, the feathers in a wing of an angel or the garment. So um, there are layers called highlights. So you put your base color on and it's flat. And then there's layers called highlights where you start to kind of carve out the 3D-ness of the image. But you'll see in Byzantine iconography, it kind of looks a little not super realistic, like there's a different style to it. So she was talking about how when we start doing these layers, the first layer of highlights, to think about it almost as if you're a sculpture and you're carving it out of rock with a sword. And um, she kind of talked about like that scripture passage about the, the words of Christ or scripture being a double-edged sword. I'll find the actual quote sometime. I'm embarrassed that I can't just tell you. I should have looked up. Um, and, and so to be thinking about the truth of who this person was, the truth of what, you know, this, uh, what we're trying to illustrate here. And it's supposed to kind of look like almost like a prismate, if you know what a prism is, how it fractures the light. Um, if you have a prism or a crystal hanging in your window and the sun goes through it, it breaks the light into each separate color in a rainbow. And, and there's a certain quality to like a gem and all the facets of it. And so we're trying to think about it as if we're carving out of like a gem or rock with a sword. And she talked about the symbolic meaning of that. And then after every highlight layer, you do something called a float, which is kind of like a wash, which has like a little bit of color in it. So it's like transparent, not transparent, but like translucent. It has some color in it. And when you're writing the icon, if you made some mistakes or errors in your highlight layer, um, you can get really stressed out. But she always says, don't worry, don't worry, we're gonna float. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what that meant for the longest time. 
because you don't get there. You have all sorts of things, like you put your gold on before you even start painting and all this stuff. Um, so then you kind of do that over top and it, and she said it's kind of like a, it's a cloud. It's forgiving. It kind of covers, it doesn't cover the errors, but it forgives them. And so we're supposed to meditate on truth in the highlights. And then when you're floating and you're doing this wash over everything, it's like God's mercy and God's forgiveness and love. And it's like going to confession. Um, and so we're supposed to meditate on that. I just thought that was such a beautiful thing, like the sword and then the cloud. And then you do it again, the sword of the highlights and the cloud. And then you do it again, where you carve it out with the sword and the cloud. And you do each highlight. You do highlights three times and you do floats three times. And then there's a few things you might fix at the end or you might float something again. Um, but it just seemed to me a really poetic metaphor for how God works in our interior lives. And if you look at the lives of the saints, there's sort of this sort of truth of like hard truth of like, oh man, I suck. Like I need to be humbled or of suffering. These things that are hard, but so good and really carve out holiness in us. But then he always balances it with his love and his mercy. And it usually goes like, you know, uh, the sword and then and then the love and the mercy of the cloud and then you go back to the sword from it and and that's kind of how that cycle works in our lives and I I see it a lot as I'm reading the stories of the saints I see that so I hope that makes sense mm -hmm. but I, yeah, I was does. really praying with that and meditating on it a lot and I think I'm going to do a whole uh podcast episode at some point just talking about swords and clouds in scripture and in stories of saints and like images that come up like Mary's sorrows and the swords in her heart and things like this. So we'll get there, but that's just a little backstory. Hopefully I didn't ramble too long on that one. No, that's okay. So to answer your question, it's in Hebrews four, chapter 12, oh, thank you. You the word of God is sharper than a double edged sword. Yes. Well, I, I, yeah, I looked it up. I, I knew it was St. Paul. I just mm -hmm. didn't remember where exactly it was. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so, you know, we have the word of God, which can really cut us to the quick sometimes mm -hmm. and you're like oh i feel mm -hmm. attacked but in a good way <laughs> yeah hopefully mm -hmm. um, hopefully we're brave enough um anyway so that's where the sword in the cloud came from and it's such a metaphor for what iconography does in my heart as well so um it's just been really fruitful for me i'm so, just gonna pour some more tea we're big tea drinkers here yeah. in the extra mm -hmm. household Hopefully oh, yeah. that's a nice uh, sound for your ears. Mm. Anyway, Bill, what do you have on your list? So, so we wanted to cover that and whatever yeah. else you got. I don't know. So I should probably explain Hagios Dos. Yes. 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 <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Hagios or Agios, I don't know how to exactly pronounce it. I've been pronouncing it Agios. Mm -hmm. It's Greek. It means, it just simply means holy. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you look at icons of a particular saint, it's going to, and, it's in, and if it's in Greek, it's going to say Agios um, Anthony or, you know, mm -hmm. whoever it is. And it just simply is referring to the holiness of the person. And yeah, so like the word for saint in yeah. Greek, basically, but it means holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah essentially. Well, that's what saint yeah. means in English, exactly. you know? Yeah. Um, so... 
what I'm going to do is a little something different. It's not going to be like this. It's not going to be like, oh, super cash. You know, we're going we're gonna to be super cash. It's not going to be like that. Twice the length of a hockey totally, yeah. episode at this So point, what guys. I'm going to do is my, my kind of aim of this is to provide everyone with a Monday to Friday five minutes. My aim is five minutes, maybe more, maybe even less. Um, introduction to the Greek Catholic saint of the day. And sometimes it's going to be exactly who it is in, in the Latin calendar. And sometimes it's not going to be. And sometimes it's even going to be people that we in the East have canonized, but they haven't in the West. So that'd be interesting. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's going to be simple. It's going to be scripted. Um, I've got about three weeks ready to go right off the hop. <laughs> and I don't know. They're fun. Yeah, Bill's dug up some really, really interesting tidbits and stories. Yeah, so it's kind of Mm -hmm. funny because you might be thinking, well, I can just do that on my own time at home, (laughs) you know, just looking up the story of a saint. And you likely could. Not that I'm doing anything special, but sometimes looking for information about a given person is really hard and trying to figure out, you know, I like to find the primary sources if I can. And so, and kind of use that as a base for the script. So sometimes I'm able to pull that off. Sometimes not so much. Um, Sometimes the saint will be, you know, someone we all know, like St. John the Theologian. And I'm going to try to dig up some legends about St. John the Theologian. Or in the East, um, we commemorate the Old Testament um, prophets Mm -hmm. and people as saints. And so it'll be, you know, a podcast on one of them. Um, yeah. And and anyone in between. Yeah. And then there's also the fact that uh, some days we can't find anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> so, so it's like you have all these saints who are commemorated in a given day, but you wouldn't have enough information on all of them to make up five minutes. Yeah. You just have dates and so or something. What I'd really like to do is just kind of provide one saint per day. I'm not going to do multiple people. Um, in a day just to fill out time. So sometimes I'm going to talk about, I'm working on a series about, um, we give certain saints special titles in the East that might be unheard of um, in the West. Or, um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Different, Different little feast days. Feast days, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's all I, I can think of, right? Am I missing anything? Um, well, the other thing I just wanted to say is, um, so parallel to that, at some point we're going to be rolling out some other things, like some articles, um, maybe a longer form pa- podcast in this style under the sword in the cloud, um, looking at people who maybe aren't on the Greek calendar, um, random saints that we really love or topics that we want to cover, things about iconography. Mm. Um, so... What I wanted to say is if there's any saints that you really love or any topics that you're curious about, especially to do with Eastern Catholicism, um, send us an email um, or or let us know on... Um, we have an Instagram for the sword and the cloud, just the sword and the clouds. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. And then we have... It's going to be um, awesome. The sword and the cloud.com or the sword and the cloud at gmail.com. So, however you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can make comments on the website, I believe, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, also, um, one 
thing that I'm gathering is stories of if you have a story of a particular saint and why you have a devotion to that saint and some amazingness that they have worked in your life, I would really love to hear more about that. Um, and like in detail. <laughs> so if you're interested in sharing, um, please send me an email. Um, and you want to? I, I want to collect some stories like that. I, I want to start investigating. We, you'd want to interview people too. Yeah, right? I may want to inter interview people at some point. Yeah. Right now, I'm just kind of. Um, we're just kind of focusing on getting the agiostos uh, rolling, and then we'll mm -hmm. we'll kind of uh, go from there. And I want to see where it goes naturally. But um, yeah, if you have something, um, like I remember, I was doing. Uh, an icon of St. Michael and some really crazy stuff to do with St. Michael started unfolding. That's a story for later. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I know when I talk to people, there's actually more there in it. And, and I know that there's like layers to those stories. And sometimes we, we just want to encourage people to be talking more about this because I think it's really the way that we are going to become holy is by, uh, Asking for prayers from these people, oh, totally, learning yeah. about their lives, sharing those with other people, um, and that's why we're doing this. So please let us know if you have anything you want to learn about, even if it's not a saint, if you have any saints you want more people to know about, and we'll definitely love to hear about that. Or if you have a really interesting story, sometimes they choose us uh, instead of us choosing them, that kind of thing. So... Speaking of which, yes. So <laughs> me and you, we we almost even kind of have like what you would say, like a devotion to just the idea of the communion of the saints. Yes, I the think cloud, we, yeah, of witnesses. There you go. Snap. <laughs> I forgot to say that before. That was cheesy. <laughs> Anyways, so speaking speaking to what you're saying, mm -hmm. so basically, yeah, the saints are a big part of our lives, and they help us. And even right now, I I just put a little saint. Um, little icon of St. King Olaf on the table. Mm -hmm. And I'm just realizing right now, we were married on his feast day. Yes. And so, and I, and I just put him down there. I was, I thought it was a rather benign kind of thing. It was just thing. over there. It was yeah. just over there. And I'm like, oh, I'll put him. I took a picture of Sarah and I thought, oh, this will be cute. But then I'm like, oh, no, wait, this guy has been totally praying for us. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. So thanks, King St. Olaf. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that pretty much covers it. We don't want to ramble on too long. Um, no. Am I missing anything? I don't think you are. I think this would be a natural point to end. Okay. And it would be less awkward if we just <laughs> did right. that faster than All right. Well, what thanks. We are doing right Pray now. for us. Uh, yeah, interact totally. with us. Let us know what you're thinking about all Share of Share the episodes. And follow, encourage yeah. your friends who might be interested to follow The Sword on the Cloud. Uh, Instagram will probably be our primary I think so. promo space, if you will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we want to hear from you. We want to uh, chit-chat. So, okay. on that note, Later. Um, have a blessed holy week. Well, it's bright week now well, for I them. Well, I guess by the time you're hearing this, have a blessed Easter season. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Bye-bye.